You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother question okay how how uh i can't remember how long your podcast is around an hour but do you have to do you have to go somewhere do you have to leave probably well i mean i, I could do an hour Why all right you, i mean like you, let's see what are you working on this is great <laughs> what are you working on who, who uh who are, are you doing? helping give like, another big interview <laughs> maybe with the times uh the Post. globe and mail the globe the, the globe daily bugle walter you know this is all being recorded right yeah oh yeah Walter, thanks for telling her that it's been all recorded. I was going to try to I was going to try to get her talking for the entire hour candidly, not knowing that even though we put a mic on her, even though I've been fiddling with the computer, even though everything's I see, I see the little lights bars lighting up going up and down. What's the opposite of amuse? Amuse a doorknob. What's the like you know cuz like an amuse is like someone who sort inspires. of inspires like who an ashtray lends themselves to the creation of our, of art who who Mental block. Jump starts art. Causes art to happen. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite of that? Ashtray. I said a doorknob. I was going to say maybe a be- just a, 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 brain, a brain freeze. I was going to say that. When you, <laughs> when you eat a popsicle real fast and you get a big headache, that's the opposite of a muse. I was looking for the, 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 word, the opposite of the word muse because I was going to say our guest today has been trying for years to, to be the opposite halt of a muse. my creativity. Oh, my, shit. My We're digging that up. Yet again, we're digging back <laughs> the big foot of the of the so big I, foot of the artistic so law, the way. pinning <laughs> you down, ladies and gentlemen. The first lady of the Montreal Fringe Festival, returning for her, I want to say her ninth Change episode. Title to that. Her ninth episode. Second, Amy Blackmore. Amy, record hey. record nine episodes, guys. Our all-time record-setting guest. High five. So is that Amy. your proper title, though? The first lady of the Montreal Fringe. Yeah, that first lady of the Fringe. She feels. Somehow. Well, yeah. It's Why not like first person, Keith? First person. First person, of the, but then, yeah, first person of the Montreal Fringe. First person. The founder of the Montreal Let's Fringe Festival. Let's go to Festival. the fact checker on this one. Uh, fact checker. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I think the, the preferred nomenclature is queen. It's enough out of you, fact checker. Queen? Queen right. B. Queen, queen B of the Fringe. That's literally all you'll be hearing fact out of the fact checker checked. today. Uh, killer bees. Like the rap trio, Queen of the you. Killer Bees. Which is why Walter Lang needs Don't to be careful. Touch. Stop no that, touching. Walter. It's the first time I played with the knobs. Stop touching the I'm knobs. The first time you played with the knobs. Though. So Amy Hold Blackmore is obviously here to talk <laughs> about the Montreal Fringe Festival. <laughs> Montreal Fringe Festival celebrating its 75th anniversary this year. Founded by Amy Blackmore. I don't Blackmore. even know when it's like started. It started all the way back in like 63. And wow, now here real we are, 75 years That is later. not 75 not years ago. Not even close ago. to 75 years. <laughs> Wait. It's you're like more like 1942. We're, we're on Mad Max timeline, right? We're on Mad Max timeline where 
We saw uh, Mad Max this weekend, so, so there's going to be a lot of Mad yeah. Max. So Mad Max 4 was filmed Spoiler 30 alert. years after Mad Max 3, but Max is younger, but the world's more fucked up. Steven, BTW, I, I don't know what you're up to this evening, but if you want to go see Mad Max tonight... You're going to go see it again with me? I might do that. I saw at it two D-box, days ago. At D-Box? D-Box sounds like something you would call like a guy that doesn't pay his fringe dues, right? Like he tried to escape. This guy's a real D-Box. Like, what a D-Box. He's not doing the festival. What the hell is my invitation? You're inviting your fact checker, but you you're said not you had somewhere to be me? after this podcast. You're, you're so busy. Huh. Yeah. Amy, you do you, you want to just couldn't blow even it all wrestling. off? Do you want to blow off Mad the Max? fringe festival Amy and just watch Mad Max every day? Let's blow off the fringe and, and just watch Mad just Max the whole time. Tweet for uh, yeah. for WWE twenty fifth anniversary Mad Max festival. For WWE, just watch all four Mad Max movies on repeat. We <laughs> go home, watch the first three. Go to the theater, watch the fourth. Go home, watch the first three. Go to the theater, watch the fourth. That's the new festival that I'm starting in Montreal this summer, called Mad Max Festival. And is there room at that for night fight tonight? Nice plug. Sure. Real natural. It's not like you're reading flyer at all. It's it's hard to say. I know, right? Yeah. Night um, fight tonight. Question mark. Night, night fight, fight tonight. Night night fight? Question mark tonight. Exclamation point. Oh, see, I like that. Sorry, Walter. That this you like. <laughs> this you like. Well, it's like do you know the band Godspeed, you Black Emperor? Yes. Like they move their punctuation around in that phrase all this the time. It doesn't need punctuation. It's a goddamn title. Godspeed, you Black Emperor doesn't need punctuation either, but they move the punctuation around for fun. You know Walter, what? I didn't come this far by knowing how to use punctuation, okay? It's true. Now, Amy, how many Fringe festivals in the 75-year history of the Fringe Festival, how many have you presided over? How many do you <laughs> own? Uh, we're not for profits. So I don't really own five. But you but only no one's you suggesting that you profit from this. I'm asking how many. No, you there's no profit. You own the Edinburgh French? <laughs> Heard it here first, kids. You own <laughs> no profit. <laughs> there's, I want to put that quote. I was, I was searching for an Amy Blackmore quote to put on my flyer. I want to put, this should be like, the quote is open quote, square brackets, chuckle, maniacal chuckle, dot, dot, dot. Oh, there's no profit in this. Close quote. <laughs> <laughs> says, Amy says, Blackmore. Fringe Festival artistic producer. Director and spiritual guru Amy Blackmore, life coach. Five years, but I've been around the fringe for like fifteen. Right. You talked about that at the uh, the press powwow. <laughs> <laughs> our, our balloon festival. Yeah, exactly. There was. Who blew up all those balloons? Please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me. There was. There was like you guys had a pump, and that like there wasn't some poor. Uh, unpaid fringe volunteer that spent like three days prior to that blowing up balloon. Steven, I noticed that you you were talking about having a sore mouth that day, and while that's you, <laughs> somebody did. Hey, oh. It was a completely unrelated <laughs> incident, actually, and uh, I'd rather that you didn't discuss I'm that. Sorry, on air. Steven. we Thank did. You, Walter. Was it because Walter shot you in the mouth with a Nerf gun? Because that happened to me this weekend. Did it? Yep. He oh shot me in the mouth. You. Good job. He shot Sarah in the throat. I got a Nerf gun. He spilt. I am petrified. <laughs> I got a bigger Nerf gun than he did that shoots huge, like, three-inch long Nerf darts. Because I already own the one that he bought. Because Sarah and I have, like, four or five Nerf guns at home. Because we're idiots. No, the thing that you do to your face that sucks is what happened at our uh, getting ready for the press conference. We did have a whole gang of volunteers blowing up balloons. One of them blew it up too big, and then it popped in her face. So Uh, the next day she had two really big bruises on the sides of her mouth. Really? Yeah. That happens? That happens. Lessons to be learned. Think about the (laughs) lessons learned. Did you guys have a a post-mortem being like, what did we learn (laughs) from the balloon incident? 
Come, that comes in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, <laughs> does she still a volunteer? She's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Amy She's organizing her mini fringe. <laughs> oh, okay. So no, that's an important lesson to learn, though, because like mini fringe, mini fringe, mini yeah. fringe. There's a lot of kids at all that stuff, so they're like, "Let's play with balloons." Should be like, "Careful, kids. <laughs> Careful, kids. I know what happened. You don't want to. You, wanna, think, you, you think that's a not a thing that can face. happen? It's a thing that can happen. I did not know that was a thing that can happen. You really don't want to have the I reputation. Sort of you really don't want to have the reputation for being the only festival where it's, a, it's bruise, an automatic you bruise know, thing in the face. that happens where children leave with bruised faces. <laughs> yeah. Like an automatic. Oh it's like, I always kind of assumed that it so was It's like, a red flag, that's for sure. It's a red I flag on TripAdvisor. I always thought it would sort of blow out of your mouth like before that happened. You like, see, and you'd be like, ah. And it was at like the jazz joy. festival, they have their they have you know they have a section for kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing that happens there is they leave with a mild heroin Culture. addiction. <laughs> I was like, they they leave with uh, dark stories to sing blues about. Mostly about heroin. Bad childhoods. They come out of there with bad childhoods to inspire legendary blues careers. The balloons also, um, I sustained an injury during the press conference. with Because we had like, I don't know, like a thousand balloons blown up. Yep. And at one point, I was on stage and I had to clear it for the burlesque dancer, El Diablo. And the balloons, balloons don't move when you push them. They just, as a mass, they don't. They just kind of float around. And so I like kind of like stage dived. Uh, getting ready for my future wrestling career onto the stage, nice. but then I like my arm went trying like. Trying to swoop. do what? What was the what was the goal? What did you have in mind? I was that? trying what? to clear away the balloons so our burlesque performer with my body, my entire body, like, and I Going was like, to your dance, your dance experience. You, mm-hmm. I think you, like, you tried to like. Pull, I like, tried to channel that, but then I was like, God, the worst thing happened. I'm like on the ground on my stomach. And I'm, like, trying to, like, move all the balloons. I'm wearing a dress. And yep. my legs are, like, so. And then I'm, like, oh, my Her God. legs are, like, ah. like you know. Cause I'm, I want to say there was no edit there. It sounded like there was, <laughs> but there was no edit. I figure you can figure it out. And then I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, Tommy Schumacher from CJD is, like, sitting over there. And my legs are just. So I'm like, I'm like, shut those legs. Just like push everything shut off stage. Shut those legs, Amy. Shut those legs. And then as I'm doing that and freaking out, I hit the projector and I get a huge cut like what? on. Yeah, it's just, look, proof. What the what, And Amy? I went off stage and my arm was covered in blood. Whoa. So the things that. Hard way bleeding. I was there. Keith and I were there that day. Yeah. Please tell we, me you were on the other side. We missed this. Stage. We missed this part. Yeah. Uh-huh. We stayed the whole time, but we missed that part Where'd somehow. We missed that. Fringe hasn't even started yet, and you already got some fringeries. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Fringeries. Fringeries. When you uh, take when full responsibility. When, you, I work, think, I was when like, you work for the fringe, I've never gotten a major fringery. I just like. I that just always <laughs> end up just being generally sore. You guys after, are both dangerously close to. Uh, that's a fringery. That's a fringery. Yes. So, Amy. Yes. Last time you were here, you talked about um, trying to hold down Walter as much as possible. How did he? How did he get a show? How come you didn't block that? How come you didn't? Can we specify what we mean by hold down? Like under the her iron foot of the fringe, she likes to keep some people who she hates out of the fringe, named Walter. I think what what helped out this year is that I joined forces with Leland. I was gonna say the application didn't say Walter Ling. Exactly, it, it was Leland. Leland. It was it was under Leland's name. Oh, so we got around the whole deal. It kind of just like yeah. And then, like, we're like, yay, Leland's in. Yay. We're like, what's the show? Oh, oh um, fuck. Yeah, maybe he'll bring Deanne again. Yeah, nope. that was so great. Walter. Horrible things. Have you never heard my Deanne impression? No. 
Now we're waiting for it. Would you do it first now? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. No. Hey, look at me. I'm successful. All right. Good. Like, that, we, that was, yeah. that was better know, than I thought it was going to be. you know where Deanne is weirdly <laughs> successful? Slightly less offensive than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Do you know where Deanne is weirdly successful? Not weirdly successful because she's great and she's She's funny. awesome. But she seems to have like a huge following in Australia. Do you know what's also from Australia? Mad Max. And John Bennett. <laughs> and John Bennett. <laughs> and everything, everything. From the land of Mad Max. From the Mad Max. Isn't he from New Zealand? <laughs> no, he's from Australia. Okay. Yeah. never say that to him. <laughs> that we're going to edit. Uh, no, I think we I think we might have also said that on the John Bennett podcast. God damn it. Aren't Gabe. you from New Zealand? No. Aren't you from the e- Australia has a pretty giant fringe movement. So, like their fringe festivals are huge. They have like Adelaide, Perth, Melbourne. Well, because they have nothing else to do. They drive cars, shoot guns, make well, they're, theater. I mean, their country started as like the fringe festival of British prisons, right? Right. Again, I cannot stress enough. That that's my that's what that was. They just Australia sent all the convicts the to have like, a theater festival. The, like, it's not. <laughs> I used to joke that they sent the worst of the British convicts to Australia. But what I think really happened was that they sent the most theatric of the British convicts to Australia. Like John Hugh Bennett. Jackman, John Bennett. John Bennett. Yeah. Shane Adams. That other, that other guy Shane that we Adam can't Adam talk Adam. about anymore, who used to be Mad Max but isn't Mad Max. He's still mad. He's still mad, but not the Max. Of all Quite Maxes. crazy. Who else is our famous? He went to the street? premiere. He went to the premiere and sat next he was to the director. He was photographed. Touché. I think they're still buds or something. He, you, the the director was like Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, yeah. George Miller, the dire- writer director of the film Max. On the Elmay. On the Elmay. I spent Gibson all day gay. today reading about Mad Max. <laughs> It was so good. It's so good. You don't even understand. I was how so in, I was like so into this movie. I was like I need to know everything about the people who made it. On our couple's the filming retreat, of it. We went to go see Mad Max. And, in, I, and we had a drive-in theater in, which is like the way to go see like it's like Mad Max uh, Beyond the Thunderdome was probably the first genre film I ever saw as a child. What I is sat Thunderdome? In the this back is the third seat. Mad Max film. The Thunderdome is where two men enter, one man leaves. It's fighting. And also it's in Tina a Thunderdome Turner is in there. Tina Turner plays anti-entity. She runs she part of town with Master Blaster. Master Blaster is a little guy who rides on a big stop, guy. Stop it, Keith. Too much detail. Hmm? Too much detail. Okay. Regardless. Are you going to do it Mad Max? Fact checker says too many facts. Year? I wish. Probably. That would be awesome. <laughs> anyway, regardless. It was one of my first introductions to genre film on the whole. So, and it, as brought to me by my dad. So, I thought that pretty much the best way to see Mad Max is at a drive-in, which is, like, where you're supposed to see genre movies at you know, a drive-in. Because, you know, cars. But also, drive genre car. films at a drive-in. Right? You probably shouldn't even go see the movie. Do they have, like, Bixie drives-in? Drive-ins? Drive-in Bixie? No, I think, you, could, I think you could go. We should start just one. Just, like, walk in. I know Let's that just start a Bixie drive-in well, movie but theater. All, if you have a Walkman, all drive-ins are Bixie drive-ins, Bixie right? Like, exactly. As long as you can get to the radio station that the drive-in is broadcasting on. Keith, who has a Walkman? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Nobody has as long as you have a Walkman. 1992. <laughs> Point is that maybe I used to sneak over the fence and say in a stash <laughs> with my Walkman and watch driving movies with my Walkman. Get it. So, But I feel that your phones now have FM things. So your How phone is your Walkman. You? When I was going over the fence and saying a stash. So you're like, you're like 39? Yeah. Okay. So I'm in the back seat. So my, the, my wife I and I are in the back in seat of the car driving. <laughs> which is not where you ever want to be. Yeah, that's pretty old. All right. 1999, I was 15. And I sat watching the movie the whole time like, like this. Like, like sort of hunched he's over. He's leaned forward with an anxious look on his face. Where, every, where, where's Keith in this picture? I'm in the front, in front seat. Of me. He's in the driver's seat. Right. Also like this. And every forward. time I get excited about something, I'm literally screaming into Keith's ear, you're the best, Mad Max. I wish you were my real dad. <laughs> 
during during a climactic action sequence. So towards the end of the movie, because we have the windows rolled up because there's uh, there's mosquitoes and stuff. So, but I kind of have to keep the windows down because the window was kind of fogging up a little bit due to the heat generated by Walters in screaming, screaming and freaking love, out. So I rolled the window minutes. down. Sarah, my girlfriend, during a climactic action sequence, big explosion, screamed Valhalla. At like the top of her lungs, she th- did do that, thinking that the windows were closed. But no. if you've ever been to a drive-in, like the actual outside area of them is have very. You not Amy? Have you never been to a drive-in? You should do I've it. Never been to a drive-in. Um, we have we're going to bring you. We're, we're going bring right you. now. We're going. I drive after this. Tonight, we're, we're going to Mad going. Max. We're actually going tonight. There's Walter, get your car. <laughs> yeah. There's a drive-in in Ontario, Starlight in Park Hill. For okay. those of you from southwestern Ontario, represent nobody. What? Um, yep. Oh, wait, Steven. What? what? Uh, hey. But no, I have not. Guys, I have to admit, I started daydreaming about five minutes ago, and I have no idea. Oh, like, that's Keith's fault entirely. I started thinking about, like, Pitch Perfect, which is out right now. Pitch Perfect We could probably go see that at a drive-in. Yeah. Well, like, we, you know, it's a fringe staff tradition. To go see Pitch Perfect? Well, that we go to see a movie together and, like, kind of just screw off. How would you possibly be considering Pitch Perfect over Mad Max? Well, like, half the staff wants to see Mad Max. The other half wants to see Pitch Perfect 2. And then, like, one guy wants... To see the Avengers. Do you know what's crazy? Oh, no, well, no, no. The the, the, the boat has uh, sailed. The boat is yeah. Avengers uh, is coming on. Done. I'm I saying double feature wants to for see the French staff. Double feature. Double feature. Yeah. Be Same like fringe double feature. Anna Kendrick, Kendrick, Tom Hardy, where they sing music, Mad Max guns. Just everybody would be super happy. The show I go see it on a Tuesday, so it's like five bucks. So it's ten bucks for everybody. Oh, we're going on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. The but cannot that's support it. fucking full prices. It's not for profit. The show I it's wanted to movies. pitch to the Fringe Festival this year was, and it was going to be an off venue fe- uh, show. It was uh, come watch Jurassic World with Walter, and yeah. the off venue was whatever theater I felt like going to. That wasn't. That wouldn't work. You'd have to get the dinosaurs to no, apply, but an, Walter. But it's an You're off, not allowed it's an to be off in the venue. It's an off venue, though. Yeah, but I, off fringes still have to be approved. Yeah. They still have to be vetted. In Kay. fact, even more so than... I see what you did there. You know? Vetted? Yeah. Because dinosaurs and animals Dinosaurs. And stuff. Yeah. I was going to say that... Uh, what checker. More like joke checker, am I right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll be here all night, folks. Try the steak. Now, this is an effective use of your time, right? Good. Okay. Hey. Hey, Amy. Yes. Do you know where we ranked on the Cult Montreal Best Montreal podcast list? I feel like I saw it. Was yeah. it first? Mm. Fifth? We're up. Fourth? We're up this year. Well, no, but we're second? not, though. We're only we technically are, up. Second. Third. Third. I knew Third. that. Third. But do you know Which who second where we was? last year? Who's the, you're, you're, our fir- you're our first guest, by the way, since we made the list. Nice. High so five. this is a big get for the Fringe yeah. that you got to be on our show. Well, you're famous. So, Walter, you just carry that around? Nope. You just pulled out <laughs> the best of Montreal. I just put it in my bag today, actually. If you can believe it, not even a <laughs> Number lie. Number two, yes, is cereal. Like the NPR do podcast. The pro- do, you, do you see the inherent problem with it? Is this the first time that we've openly bitched about this on the yes. podcast? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This you're, is the first. This time is bad. You shouldn't have even brought this up because <laughs> it's like I haven't got to vent about this on the podcast. Number one yeah. was no uh, Edge of the City, which yeah. I mean, like, is, is yeah. they. Props. I feel like they work harder Save than we this do. This wonderful, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> As the fact checker, I can tell you that Paula Flau works much harder. Exactly. <laughs> I don't necessarily mind coming in behind Edge of the City. <laughs> I do mind coming in behind an NPR podcast. Based about a murder I don't in America, even hear Paul pro- yelling at produced me by Americans and hosted by Americans, and not in Montreal. Amy Blackmore say, is the best dance company. Hi, <laughs> do you know what's you know what's hilarious about that is yeah. I wrote an article. Do you sell like those ballet slippers? Is that what makes you a company? Or 
<laughs> are, you, are you are you on choreography too? It's it's I, I'm second best uh, dance company choreographer, and and it's funny because I I am I am an active choreographer. Right. Although this year I kind of took it easy to prepare for the 25th anniversary. You of say the choreographer 75th fringe. Um, you did Rocky though. I, I did do Rocky, but you know I think it really comes out of the work we do with BBC oh, and that kind of thing. Show. Okay. You can't talk while she's talking. Um, Walter, the listener only hears one thing. What were you going to say, Keith? I was going to say that I wrote because you had to you had to write twenty five. Walter, were you thinking? Uh, God Balboa? damn it, Treeps! If you're talking, it's very bad. <laughs> it just sounds like noise if you're listening to it. Sorry, Keith. You can't just talk privately to Walter <laughs> while there's a mic. But we're on different here. mics, so, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. God damn it's it. totally fine, Keith. Anyway, you needed to vote twenty five times. Yeah. So I was like in. In an effort to try to get more votes for us, I was like, if you don't know where else to vote, here's 25 other things to vote. And I put you as best dance company choreographer. And I was like, this doesn't make sense, but do it. (laughs) Because Amy Blackmore does a lot of dance. I was like, I know she choreographs, but I don't think she's a dance company into of herself. Um, I voted for you as best drug. If Marie Schminard can be Marie Schminard dance company, why can't it be Amy Blackmore? Amy Blackmore's dance company. This Ooh. episode of Go Plug Yourself is a production of Amy Blackmore's Dance Company. <laughs> We're what, what, all what was the dancing. name that you threw out there? Marie Schwinard. And you got like heat with this lady? Or? Well, like, I feel like she's the one that beat me. Who is this me, person? Right? Who's this? Fact checker? So, uh, choreographer. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm a Montreal choreographer. Le Grand Ballet, Canadien, was number one. I'm number two. Marie Schwinard. Now, who is are they? Three. Do they have a show at the Fringe this year? Le Grand Ballet, Canadien? <laughs> Interesting story, actually. In the 90s, a lot of the uh, ballet jazz dancers and grand ballet dancers would do the fringe to do their like side projects, fun shows, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. See, relating it back to the thing that we're thing allegedly going to be talking about. Job. Super pro. So what I happened? Have to, like, job, uh, what happened to that though? Did like people stop? Did they stop doing that? Are you saying that Le Grand Ballet Canadien prohibits their uh, artists from doing side <laughs> no, projects? No, that's not what I was saying. Whoa, <laughs> that's a big time revelation. Are you saying that Walter is one step closer to joining Le Grand Ballet Canadien by having a show at the Fringe? I mean, anything is possible at the Fringe. It's that kind of festival, right? Like, right? It's all about the risk taking, and you never know what you're going to walk into, and you also never know what's going to happen to the artist down the line. My exactly. Mom Maybe. tried to sign me up for ballet jazz courses when I was a kid. No, no, way. no. That's an episode of The Simpsons, right? That's <laughs> what you're thinking of there. And then you really liked it, and then you and had I to dance it. in a mask. Then you took the mask off, and the bullies started you, bullying you. you. How are you? Like, do you know how to tumble and stuff? Like, do you know how to do like, like sort of like you know, like like like, a, like, like a ninja stunt roll. rolls and like that kind of thing? I used to. Like when I was in high school, we used to do that. I used to get like you know, like is it the Jericho? Is that the one where you like where you throw backwards? your fists out and you stand with a light up jacket? I feel like that's not it. That's the wrong Jericho. Actually, nope. I feel like there's this thing with like the back bend. I'm re- I'm a good back bender. Excuse me. Well, because I'm 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 the provincial reigning provincial champion. air guitar champion. Um, Are you just trying trying to, like in a roundabout way trying to go around like trying to say that you bend over backwards for everybody? Or? Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> Good try. Nice try. I was also. trying to I was trying to <laughs> say a nice thing there. Um, no, it's you know I'm more of an air guitarist. That's more my my field. Because I occasionally try to do the tumbling thing, yeah. and I. Always hurt myself. Walter and I were walking down a corridor this weekend, and Walter was like, ninja roll, then did a ninja roll, then got up and was like, my back hurts I real call bad. them ninja rolls. A lot of and like, I was like, you, you know, just did a ninja roll. People call it tumbling. I call it ninja roll. Cause it's like, you know, this is on concrete? 
Hmm? No, it was, it, was like a, a it was a carpeted floor. Okay. No, it wasn't like, a carpeted. No, like, it was, sort of like, but it was like, like, like a carpeted like a hotel floor. Like, it's like uh. a quick somersault, but like you like sort of like roll into it and you, you come up on your feet. You want to take I, your headset off and just do one in the bar? I was, I was Always hurt myself. Like... Do it out on the sidewalk. No. <laughs> it's not fringe yet. Not fringe yet. Are you going to end uh, one? Or is there going to be an interval incorporated in tonight by tonight, Walter? Walter, it's an audio podcast. No one can see your reaction. I shrugged. <laughs> there, was, there was a shrug there. A shrug and then a hands-open gesture to imply you have to come to all six shows to know. I'm a little scared of... Oh, and now he's six. putting up six. I, I put the six. six and unique episodes of Talk Show Insanity featuring comedy, music, celebrities, knife stunts, and behind-the-scenes drama. Walter, am I, I going to be invited to be on your show? 100%, yes. Why haven't you contacted me? How about do it I now? I feel like I did. Do it um, now, Walter. Amy Blackmore, you are officially invited to, to come on. Whichever you, the dates are listed, you mm-hmm. have access to the dates of every show. You are the decider. You pull the strings. You are the puppet master. I already promised John Bennett that I do. See, his. this is what I'm talking about right here. Like you, you know, you're asking about <laughs> it, and then you're, you're, you're already, you're already, you're preemptively turning down my invitation. I've literally said, Amy, what? There's six shows for you to choose from. Are they a good, is it a good schedule? Let me see. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. It's not. There's a couple of... Uh, I mean, I, uh, optimally, I would have preferred that all of our shows would have been at 11.30 p.m. all on Tuesdays. And yes, I know that entails that the festival lasts for six weeks. But... I will be at your uh, 11 p.m. show on Tuesday, the 16th. What are the chances that for 2025, mm-hmm. when, when the Fringe celebrates its 100th anniversary... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that, even bad math. That we can, <laughs> that we can maybe go for six weeks. Eh? What's the connection? Just bigger is better. It just oh. seems like a good number at that point. 2025. More weeks than ever before. Exactly. The hugest fringe ever. Exactly. I'll, write, I'll write the press release now. I will write you the press release for the 2525 fringe. Walter, are you, no, trying wait, to, are you trying to kill Amy Blackmore? Are you trying to kill Amy with a six-week-long fringe? <laughs> are you kidding? We are one of the longest fringes in the world. It's already, already. really long. But it's is, already is really long. Is Edinburgh longer? By like a week. Because I feel that that goes on forever. Yeah, man. But so Edinburgh like, fringe is like... There's so many cool venues this year. There's more venues than ever, right? Or newer venues. New venues? We do have new venues. We have See, like... like I'm, doing real, I'm doing real questions now. I'm doing real interview questions. I'm doing Paul F. Lalo questions now. Paula Flalo questions. <laughs> actual. You know, do you wait, mean actually actual talking question. about the reason the person is here, Walter? Is that what you mean? You yeah. know you know what? You know what I am pumped for, though? So the 13th hour is at your venue, which is one of the reasons why we put you there, because we want you to be a part of the excitement. I heard, I heard murmurs about this. I heard rumor. Rumor. That 13th hour this year has got a new home. That's really cool. <laughs> and I'm a previous host of the 13th hour. Remember that time you let me do that thing? It was I great. Do. It was wonderful. Walter was the 100th host of the 13th hour. Yeah. And uh-huh. the 100th and 1th host is Al LaFrance from The Quitter last year. Al so it's just, it's just Al this year? Al's going to hold down the whole ship? He's going to hold down the fort, and then he's going to co-host with a different special guest each night. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, there's like, I need to go right now and call Al <laughs> to fucking Don't ask. think I haven't already messaged him. Um... <laughs> Hey, Al, how about you just don't host and I pretend to be you because I have a beard? Oh, yeah. Remember What's Her Face? You <laughs> said think that uh, me, Leland, and What's Her Face? Me, yep. uh, what's her, uh, oh, my God. You can't let's remember not, this? Let's not say her actual Oh, no, come yeah. on. She's not even working anymore. We could No. 
Pat Donnelly thought that me, Ala France, <laughs> and Leland Beckman were all the same person. But they're big dudes with beards. Oh. Yeah. Guys over five foot five with a beard. I'm sorry. Guys in between five foot five and six foot five with your, a beard. Were your feelings hurt? No, it was great. It, it, was, was, it was super funny. To this day, it's so good. <laughs> Somehow, uh, Al Flalo wasn't lumped into that. I don't know. He doesn't have as much of a beard. He's shaving more often than you guys. I don't think I've ever seen Paul with a beard. I feel like maybe ten years ago for like a couple days. I remember him with a beard. Remember that time he, his like arm was broken for a whole summer? Yeah. Yeah. Why did was you did do you, that? Was it you? No. No, oh, Walter, not Did it. you break Paul Fowler's not arm? <laughs> I'm going on record. You're really willing to do anything for that number one spot. <laughs> I think that was that was my first year in the fringe, and like Paul's arm was just broken forever. It was just, and he'd come in like every day with a new cast. That sounds like a great show. New cast every day. <laughs> new cast every day. It's <laughs> just a rotating cast at Paul's broken arm friend it's, like, it's just like a talk show for him, and then at the end, he's like, I don't know, my arm's starting to feel better. And then I just come in, and I just break his arm. Bang! Oh, my gosh. With a, with <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. <laughs> we can talk about that. The they're, what, is, what, what are they doing to be the number one, not the number one, the official other podcast, like, are they going to be podcasting? Why are you asking about this? I want to know. Oh, no, no. As, but a, as a fan partners. of podcasts. Yeah, they're like a media partner. As a fan of podcasts, Montreal Podcast. Is it too late for us to be the secondary media partner? <laughs> Can we be the secondary <laughs> podcast partner? We'll you hang can... out after whatever Paul is doing and then just talk to people and be like, hey, guys. If I just record every episode of my show and put it out as a podcast, is that is that cool, too? Are we also media? I mean, like, you guys could, like, partner with... Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We partner with Barefoot Wine. (laughs) Could be the official wine podcast of the Fringe. I only realized that those things you gave out were the the foot scrubs. The truth truth about Edge of the City uh, being number one podcast in the best of Montreal is that I rig it every year. I'll give you the scoop. I see that. You can't be a partner, but I'll give you the scoop. I chose them as number one, so it happened. So you also chose cereal as number two? No, no, no. I didn't choose number two. Or number three. I just get to choose number one. We were number three. That's what I'm saying. I didn't get to choose it. <laughs> I heard of your first, kids. So we're actually number one. Number one, rigged. Number two, not a Montreal podcast. Number three, by votes, actual votes. Congratulations. Go plug yourself. Go plug yourself. So if you were a wrestler, Amy, um, what, would you be a good guy or a bad guy? The backbender. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be a good guy, but that you would not want to cross. Okay. Ah. Uh, uh. What would your What would your gimmick be? Like, what would your your thing be? Oh, your, your character. Uh, air guitar. I would be like an air guitarist. You'd be an air guitarist. Wrestler. Yeah, She'd my name would be Nikki Blackmore. Nikki Blackmore. Um, Nikki you know? Blackmore is a pretty good name. They're yeah. like, oh my god, it's Nikki Blackmore. Here she comes. Not black metal Blackmore or black metal Blake Black Blake Blake Black metal Blackmore. Nope. I just, you just, I just got to make sure Nikki that Nikki Blackmore like, is pretty great. The 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 Richie like connection is still who Richie Blackmore, Blackmore. the other air guitar connection. champion. Oh Walter, oh Walter Ling. Okay, so Nikki Blackmore, you're I, I guess, and you'd be clearly like a would you dress like kind of like an eighties rocker? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. the long hair and yeah. the headband. You know, headband. Are you ready to defend your title this year? <laughs> 
Because this is coming up soon. There's, a, yeah, there's yeah, another this Air Guitar Championship coming up. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I won the championship in 2008, and they on keep the, trying On to virtue of your backbend, because you went way back going, like, Oh, fully. Nee, 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 it was nee, a backbend Jarena. Michael Jackson beat it, but, like, a death metal rendition. Nice, and then they sent nice. me to Toronto to compete at Lee's Palace, and I, I didn't win. I came third. At a palace. They, 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 Lee's like, Palace. They actually, <laughs> they actually send you there? Like, they paid for your trip? Oh, yeah, like, they Amazing. sent me to go to Lee's Palace to compete and represent Quebec. Like, That's it was great. crazy. And I'm, like, in my hotel room doing, like, interviews all night. Hotel room! It was sweet. Gr- fucking Delta pushing Chelsea. pushing past the groupies. You know? Oh, yeah. Just, like, getting them all out of the way. But then mm-hmm. we go to the event, and I make the finals finals. And there's, like, maybe five of us. And, uh... And then someone's like, it's rigged. I have to pick number one. And no! Just... Well, Captain Morgan, who was one of the judges... The actual Captain Morgan? Oh, yeah. It was the captain. Like, he had the whole getup. That's amazing. He was there. The and but then he kept giving me <laughs> Captain Morgan. And then, like, when I went up to do the finals finals like the stardom kind of just got to me and I was a little also drunk and I let Captain it Morgan. I let it all kind of just fall away and I didn't win Did so, you spread still your worth it though uh, uh, <laughs> amazingly worth it though is <laughs> that, that how that ended at least Palace of Toronto I mean yeah what is Lee's Palace what is that Are you, what it's like near Sneaky D's Lee's Palace. You know Sneaky D's. You know Sneaky D's. I don't know any it's of It's the these famous D's. venue that they play at in Scott Pilgrim, even. Come on, Robin Walter. Black was the MC. Canadiana Music History. Not Robin Thicke. Not, uh, no, not Robin. <laughs> Fact checker, Steven. I feel like you don't understand. I don't know where these references either. either. I'm going to jump didn't. in. Thank you. We are bringing it back. I'm going to... Provincial Championship is happening. Here at the Fringe. At the Fringe this year at Mainline on June 6th? On June 6th. You, we have awesome judges like Jason Rockman. I hear that Mr. Bob, who's this like famous Canadian air guitarist, is going to be in town. It's going to be sweet. Jason Rockman? Mr. Bob and also Jason Rockman. Is it possible From Slaves that yes. Captain Morgan at Lee's Palace Canadian National Air Guitar Finals... Was in fact Robin Thicke. <laughs> he did make fun of my tooth. Right. Um, then, then he was like... Real classy move. Real but, nice. but I'm also saying that he's trying to get you drunk, and we all know that Robin Thicke is questionable. No. Di- no, he's a he's, family man. He wrote the song Blurred Lines. He's got a wife. <laughs> he literally... No, he doesn't anymore. She divorced him. Why? Be- <laughs> Robin Thicke, uh, we'd like to have you on the show. Robin! <laughs> you can answer these allegations. Did they really get, did they get legit divorced? Yeah, they got legit divorced. No, he, and also he didn't write it. It was, what's his face? Marvin Gaye who wrote it. It's Pharrell Williams and Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye didn't write that song. He wrote Actually, the there was a lawsuit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank he didn't you. write the lyrics. Fact he wrote checker. the music. He fact wrote the, wrote the, wrote the music. Fact checker Steven. And, and, uh, and it was proven in court that this was... Too yeah. similar to like the, the song that Marvin Gaye wrote. Which is funny because didn't that happen? Didn't that happen also to uh, that guy? Who's the guy? You're gonna have to be more specific. Mm, he's like a, he, oh my god, I'm really bummer. Right. He has Walter, like, he has like so a shaved head on the side, dark hair. You're not I, helping things, guys. I do have an important thing though that I was. Let's do it. Uh, supposed to talk. We're about. gonna open it. Yeah, I was you supposed know. to. I mean, thank you for the invitation to be on your show. Right. Uh, Such as it is. I, I mean, not this show. I mean, uh, your fringe show. Oh. I mean, this is nice, too, I guess. You're welcome. But, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, my invitation is to have you, Walter Ling, uh, participate in our Air Guitar Championship. 
because you, you could win a trip to Toronto. 100%. And if you win the Canadians. Breaking news, everybody. If you win the Canadians, we, Air Guitar Canada will send you to Helsinki to compete at the Worlds I, I'm in August. I'm so in. I, if, if it means I'm, I have to skip like a wedding anniversary or a funeral or some bullshit like that, I'm in. Nice. I'm there. Done. I don't even know when it's happening. Do you know a date? June 6th, 10 p.m., mainline. Somebody, what day is that? June, June 6th, 10th? I'm, I'm cool. in. I don't even it care. Is a, it I'm is, not even looking. I'm there. It is a fundraiser for I'm, Rock I'm, Camp I'm, for Girls, so we're pretty I'm going to make, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together an outfit. I'm going to get people there. Nice. It's going to be great. How much will your outfit be inspired by the Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> Maybe a little. I don't know. Are you just saying that because I'm wearing a Randy Savage shirt right now? Are yeah. You, are you <laughs> texting no, he's mm-hmm. checking the dates. I think he's Keith is Keith oh, is marking this. Oh, he's like end. making it a fish. Yeah, making it a fish. Keith is my planner. June sixth, ten p.m. Nice mainline I'm theater. I'm in. So nice. in. Could you actually make it? Make sure that it's actually hotter than normal in mainline <laughs> theater that night. So <laughs> way. Well, I feel that'll really. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but I feel that there's going to be a component where Walter pours water all over himself. Ooh, that... Kind of like Flashdance. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, like the, the, the cheese. <laughs> boom. Exactly. That'd be nice. Oh, Something it's a Wednesday, which is a perfect day for a... Uh, pouring water all over yourself. It's not a Wednesday, it's a Saturday. Did you say June 10th? June 6th. June 6th. I just said oh. the dates out loud. Super right. Yep, my bad. <laughs> and that's actually pouring the, pouring the water on yourself Flashdance style is one of the many benefits that air guitarists have over regular guitarists because you wouldn't do that with a regular guitar because you'd fuck up your guitar. Well, you do have to be careful. Like, you are judged on your airness. So, like, you do... When the water falls on you, you can't drop your guitar. If you do, you will lose points. Yeah. Which is also why I don't recommend doing, like, guitar flips unless you're very experienced. What you should maybe do is you should maybe get the guitar Wait, you have an actual physical guitar? No, it's an air guitar, moron. (laughs) Walter... You have to mime the guitar in your hands. You're yeah, judged yeah. on creativity. But you can't, like, like, for instance, it's like when you're playing, when you're doing improv, and someone plays pool, and you walk through the pool table, you, you're like, what the fuck was that? The pool table was there. That's where they were playing pool a second ago. So you can't move the guitar through yourself, Walter. This is serious. Do you want to go to Helsinki? Walter, do you want, don't turn me down. Just turn him down. Turn him down. <laughs> Amy. Yes. Now. Do you want to go to Helsinki, Walter? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a really serious coach right there, <laughs> like a really serious air guitar coach. Trying to fox catch him into it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Walter. Don't fall off your chair. Have you seen that movie with the kid and the drumming? <laughs> Almost fell out of my chair. That was what that was about right What there. was the there kid was with the l- drumming? Uh, oh, that was the uh, fox drummer. Nope. Uh, no, it was... Because uh, <laughs> the beat goes on, the story of... The kid at the drumming. No, uh, Whiplash. Real good. Whiplash. Have I'm going to Whiplash you into air guitar shape. You've seen it, Whiplash? Is this like a YouTube thing? No, no, no it's a real movie. It's a it very was, serious uh, the, movie. The guy who won the Oscar from The Deal there. The guy who played the dad in Juno. J.K. Simmons. Oh. That's the one. No. He's also the yellow M&M voice. Guys, I don't have a life. I just work at the Fringe. There's no... With the exception of going to see Pitch Perfect 2, that's probably... Yeah, like, Pitch Perfect 2 is probably the only movie I'm going to see. I haven't seen Pitch do you, Perfect Do you only see the Fringe you? movie every year? Just like the movie that you go see with the Fringe people? Or is there I mean, other movies yeah, that you go out to the theater and see? Once upon a time, I used to go see a movie every Sunday with Paulo Flalo, but hmm. we don't do that anymore because he doesn't like me as much. And that's we, why he's the meat. It all makes sense. I was going to okay. say, if we... Um, so presumably, if we go to a movie this Sunday and every Sunday for the rest of our lives, we will A, be the number one podcast in the city. <laughs> 
B. Media partners at Fringe. <laughs> you never <laughs> asked me. <laughs> for the record. All we had to do was ask. <laughs> this is why he's number one, because he thinks of things like asking. <laughs> Communication. And not Real. just assuming everything will be handed to him directly. Real jerk. <laughs> oh, wait, where, where are we up to on this? Coming up on 40 this minutes. Is ridiculous. Let's do five questions now. Do you want to jump into five Let's questions? Let's do five questions Amy now, kind of she wants to plug. Presumably the Fringe Festival. We have talked, we've talked an awful lot about vaguely the Fringe Festival, I think. We've mentioned Fringe like once every couple minutes. Fringe. 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 If we chant it now. Fringe. 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 All together. Five questions. Five questions. Question number one. Question number one. What year was the Fringe Festival created in? Which one? All of them. 1947. Thank you. 1947. Very good. That is correct. Question number one. Did you answer? I think she answered these questions already. That's a question. Do we want to uh, to freestyle the questions because she's answered them already? did, kind of. Steven? I feel that you don't always get to have an open forum where you get to ask Amy whatever you want. Do you want to ask her a question? This is dangerous. Oh, man. Right? Because right now you are the fact checker of Go Plug Yourself. You're not an employee at Mainline. <laughs> so you can step outside I'm of your technically shoes. still an employee of Mainline. <laughs> no, but not right now. Right now you're a fact checker for Go Plug Yourself. I feel like if we can Ooh. technically see Mainline from here. We can't really, though. If I lean over enough. Ish. Yeah, maybe. Ish. I'll probably see the door. Well, okay, well, uh, fine, then we'll let me, let me Let me think you'll, of a you'll question. You'll come in with question number three. You ask her the regular questions, and then what I will think What did you want to be when you grow up? I feel we've definitely asked these. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to be, like, a, a teacher, and I also wanted to be a ballerina, and then at one point I wanted to be an astronaut, and I wanted to be a firefighter, and then I wanted to be on your show, so here I am. Astronaut, policeman, firefighter. Yeah. Uh, what if they, um, if they had a moon settlement? then you could be an astro- uh, like a firefighter policeman on the moon settlement. That would be like, let's do it. Do, do these questions seem at all familiar to you? Do we need, should we be actually doing new questions? Are these the questions from last time? Yeah, maybe. Well, I, this one I remember because I remember the answer vaguely, oh. which is what is your – creepy, right? What is the worst fashion choice you've ever made? And it was something about oh, weird, yeah. scratchy, itchy bodysuits. Yeah. Leggings or something. I remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> What's the worst fashion choice you ever made, Amy? See if the, question, uh, see if the answer is consistent. I already gave you the answer. My night fight t-shirt. Oh. Oh, no. Snap. Bum, bum, bum. Walter just got up and left. Just kidding. Walter Lang has left the building. But now he's heading to Mainline, and he has a can of gasoline <laughs> and, and a lighter. Yeah. No, I mean, really, it, um... It's probably my sunglasses. I, I wish I don't. I'm not good at sunglasses. I don't get it. Just don't <laughs> Walter get it. just walked by the other direction with his hands in the air. You wear shitty sunglasses? Yeah, I just Have somebody you? like stop me. If you see him wearing sunglasses that don't fit my face, just like stop me in the street and let me know. Hmm. Uh, have you noticed that Walter and I wear almost exclusively promotional sunglasses? Because <laughs> uh, that's always, I'll if say, anyone calls you, you on you, them. Amy Blackmore, what Keith and his lady friend told me all weekend, you're on thin ice. <laughs> I said it constantly. Well, you want to know a thing that got Walter onto thin ice in the first place? I was so we're sitting there watching Saturday Night Live after we were all gone and drank a whole bunch going to watch pro wrestling. You know, the Albany Armory in Albany, New York. (coughs) 
And Walter, you know those pillows, like those decorative pillows, like the long cylindrical pillows? Mainly like in a hotel pillow. rooms. Oh, no, no, no. Like the but like two and a half feet They're long. not yeah. real pillows. Yeah. yeah. They're decorative. Yeah. So we're watching Saturday Night Live, and Walter's like, ha, and hits me in the face with one behind his back. And then it's I'm like, very nice. And then I'm like, thanks. The best. Okay. I'm like, thanks a lot, Walter. And then he does it again. I kind of block that one. Then I hit him in the face, and I think we're done with it. I was like, okay, we're, we're even. And then Walter's like, and because I think we're even, I then reach over and take my drink into my hand. Well, there's like, hey, Bunsy, which is the nickname for his wife. He's like, did you see what I did to Keith? I did one of these. And then just like hits me in the face again with a pillow for now the third time in like a minute that he's tried to hit me in the face with the pillow. Like this time I'm holding a full drink in bed because that's where you have to be because you're at a hotel. Keith is a degenerate. He was drinking in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Spilling bourbon, and like, and I'm like, and he's like, "Oh, why are you changing your shirt?" I'm like, "Just like this bourbon, like soaked my shirt." He's like, "Shirt doesn't look soaked. It just looks like there's bourbon on it." Was like, he was Aww. like trying to instantaneously make the argument that my shirt wasn't soaked. There was Not just there. a spilled. I was bourbon. trying to make the argument that Keith is a baby, but whatever. Then he shot me in the mouth with a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> shot oh my, my girlfriend in the throat with a Nerf gun. You're hearing his Okay. He didn't shoot me. I wasn't like, ah, I'll catch the dart in my mouth. I thought that was what was going on. I thought that was what was applied. Do you have a question for Amy? I do. Uh, I'm going to revert to a question that we asked Mike Ward a few weeks ago, which was, what oh, is no. the weirdest thing you've ever done in somebody else's house? <laughs> that's uh, not what the question was. No, that was the question for that's Mike Ward. And then we got the, the answer w- about the peeing on someone. Yeah, he peed on Julien Tremblay. Oh my god! Because he was like, comedians are degenerates. He's comedians like, are degenerate. Mike Ward is like famous for being a degenerate, though. Yeah. Like, to be fair, he's such a nice guy, though. Yeah. So, Amy, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in somebody else's house? Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm a tame girl, man. Not much. True I mean, talk. Pardon? True talk. True talk. True talk. I mean, you have I to did you have to do something to top your story about your first date with Jamie, which was last episode. Ooh. That was interestingly a- enough. <laughs> That's I I just told you guys that. <laughs> Interestingly that was a enough, great story. the air guitar thing that I told you about earlier. So I was in Toronto by myself doing that, and then I was supposed to catch the train the next morning to come back to Montreal to go with Jamie to our friend's cottage. But so then after you lose an air guitar competition, the proper thing to do is to get more proper, which we did. At Sneaky with D's and the then other hotels. Captain Morgan. With the help of Captain Morgan and all of his fun friends. Mm-hmm. Evan Williams being one of those friends. Evan Williams, Jack Daniels. Captain Girl Jack. Um, and then Honey Jack. I'm like walking to the hotel room at like 6 a.m. I'm like, hey guys, like you need to give me a wake up call tomorrow morning at, at, at 7 a.m. because I have to get to Union Station and go back home. They're like, okay. They're like, that's like, an no. hour from now, drunk. No, this is this is serious. You have to. And and if I don't answer you, just call me back. And I go upstairs and I take off all my clothes and I'm like, you know, just Problem like lying solved. in bed. And uh, I wake up the next day at like 4 p.m. I've like slept past checkout and all, and I had to pay for like the second night of what? being in Toronto. Not we've covered we've by all done this. I'm we've like all done this. crying my eyes out. Anyway, yeah, we have yet again. Amy getting drunk, almost screwed up everything with Jamie. Once again, um, the worst thing I think I've done in somebody's house was it's not that bad, but I think I I almost killed a bird. <gasps> I was feeding like I was feeding a bird booze. What? You f- you I was feeding somebody's bird. Okay, but for like, like a like bit of bird booze. Well, like I was feeding 
a bird that belonged to like a friend. And, not a good friend. And then like, no, not really. Because you wouldn't give it a booze. Why we kind of like didn't really care. Why would so the we bird go over. Why would the bird even have it? Did you like we, fill the water thing up with well, food? Well, code, like, code for code for let's go feed the bird amongst our friends was let's go to this guy's house and drink all the booze that his huh. parents has. So we would go do that, and then one night someone's like, let's actually feed the bird. And I facilitated the near death of the bird. Like, it started oh, wow. convulsing. Good and lord. Anyways, it was oh my God. pretty traumatic. I don't know what's worse, making peeing on a guy wow. or feeding a bird booze. I don't think but I the bird didn't up. die, though. The bird was fine in the end. I mean, he's probably dead by now. Well, and, I, and I do die. But um, probably you, sh- didn't, you, you didn't probably shaved some time off of the bird's life. Maybe though. a year or two. But he got to experience drug. I don't like think I drugs. brought this up during the Mike Ward podcast, but there was this one time uh, where I was a teenager where I, uh, I got blackout drunk at this dude's uh, place, and I, uh, I keeled over next to his, uh, his, his commode, next to his toilet, and uh, you know how, like, some toilets, they got those, like, little, like, uh, those little uh, screw handle things there in the back where it turns the water on and off or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, like, I, t- I cranked it, like, too much, like, in my blackout status and uh, caused uh, some uh, water overflow, which then uh, ruined some of his uh, his basement ceiling panels. Oh, you caused, like, physical damage yeah, to the sure house. Yeah, sure did. Ooh, Walter. That's pretty bad. Do you know it was Full you? Full heel. Was that? Did they know it was Absolutely, you? Absolutely. Oh, man. There was no denying it. Coming right. back to the avian, uh, <laughs> somebody that I know from Mainline and from Fringe, I won't say who because there's some illicit substances involved, uh, she was cutting up, like, sheets of LSD Oh my god! Accidentally, I can't tell you. <laughs> Who is uh, this? It's I, not me. It's not, and, uh, it's no, not it's Blackmore. Nobody. It's cutting nobody. Up a sheet. <laughs> cutting up a sheet of LSD, and there was a budgie in the same room. Oh my god! And the bird flew down. And she noticed that one of the little oh, no. squares of LSD had gone. No. And several hours later, noticed that the bird had passed on. No. So yeah, it. It it had a trip to Birdie Heaven and uh, <laughs> a, hell, a hell of a trip, a hell of a trip to Birdie Heaven, I guess. And uh, so, I mean, at least you didn't kill it with with the booze, you know, right? You you it 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 got to experience drunkenness and you know have a little fun Birdie life. Holy crap! It's crazy. And that was the time Pat Donnelly killed a budgie at. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it was Pat Donnelly. No. <laughs> she was cutting up sheets of ass in the back of the room. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the worst thing that I've ever done in someone's house. What is the worst thing you've ever done in someone's house? I mean, like, I've d- I have the stand, like, I have had sex in my friend's bed. That's not that bad. But I was like, that seems pretty standard. I feel like a lot of people have done that. Yeah, he was home and in the next room. It was with <laughs> his friend, though. No, also, it was not with my friend. And his friend wasn't awake. Uh, oh, no. I'm trying to, like... I'm sorry about I have that. one that's almost Can too embarrassing to one? share. Well, what is it? As a teenager... He doesn't edit this. I know this. As a teenager, you masturbate in the shower. Oh, no. That's where guys Jeez. masturbate. There's no cleanup or anything. I was at someone's house masturbating in the shower. I slipped and kicked a hole through the tiles in the shower. And then was like, just sort of there and was like, uh, I kicked a hole in your tile. But it would, like, would not have happened if I wasn't masturbating. Did he ask you what you were doing? I know, I oh, no, I avoided that, but now I'm telling you, I'm telling you that it was because I was masturbating that I slipped and kind of caught to myself. This no, I don't think so. Okay. That's brave and honest of you. Right? I'll, I'll, I, I guess we've all answered one. I uh, peed in the corner that was not the bathroom at somebody's house. I got too drunk, <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, I, I disoriented from air travel, and I. Uh, 
I found the wrong the wrong corner to a go buddy to the mine, bathroom. A in. buddy of mine did that. It was a porcelain corner at my parents' porcelain house. <laughs> <laughs> corner. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear him wandering the house. What guy wandering the house and kind of like, and then goes into my dad's office, then shuts the door, and I'm like, "There's no bed in there." And I was like, "Cause I was kind of like, okay, he's wandering my house drunkenly. I'm like, it's my parents' place, and I'm like, I wonder what's up, and kind of like pay attention to him a little bit out the door because my bedroom sort of went into the hallway. Goes into my dad's office, shuts the door, and then like fluid starts coming out underneath the door. Oh no! And I'm like, John, what's going on? He's like, nothing. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> this guy also peed in the corner. He's so peed in multiple corners. Another corner peed, peer. You also, your wife has a pee story if you want to ask him. Hey, about. I almost peed on your bed during this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Anyway. It always so comes th- back th- to then pee. he's like, what? Nothing. And then, like, hey, he's like, what's going on? He's like, nothing. I was just, just going to check something on the computer or whatever. And then I, I was like, you want to clean that up? He's like, what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then just, like, cleaned it up. And then I, but I think he peed on the plant because the plant got, like, Real dead, oh. like shortly after. Oh. So I think he just like the pant plant get, drank the nutrients of his pee, which was just booze, and then. It is too bad that a lot of these stories are related to alcohol. Uh, it did remind me. They're of, all related to of, alcohol. Of the one that I think might have. Mine wasn't. Been I was a teenager. I was stone sober, just with the regular sexual urges of a teenage boy. Oh, I assume <laughs> that you were drunk. That's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, why else would you jerk off with somebody else's health, Keith? Because <laughs> I'm a teenage boy. Well, <laughs> all right. Keith does that shit sober. <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I, I was at someone's house uh, who had, like, a little sister and a little brother, and um, we were pretty drunk. I mean, I was a teenager, so, of course, I had no idea what I was doing. Got, mom, I'm sorry. Anyways, got mm-hmm. really drunk, and then I vomited in... Um, I was, like, about to vomit, and I was like, oh, God, I need bucket. And so then I, I took this, like, Lego bucket and emptied it and then puked in the Lego bucket and then put the Legos back in it and then put the <laughs> cover on it and put it away. Was it one of the Lego buckets that was, at, like, shaped like a big Lego head? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, that God. would be so hard to clean. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's so much funnier because oh. you're, like, vomiting into the Lego head. <laughs> Throw the Legos back in. Close that's it up, and you're, like, head intact. Yeah, now the head's full of Lego bits. Jesus, Amy. God. And there there, there is awesome. no follow-up to it. I never went over the, to their house again. <laughs> we stopped being friends. <laughs> uh, who's the best person ever? French Fest is happening this year from June <laughs> Who's 12? the best person ever, Amy? This is actual question three. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. I think you might have said the same thing last Cute. time. Yeah. Cute. Um, so we have a question from Mike Ward, which doesn't make a ton of sense, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've ever put into a dickhole? Not even, that's not rigged. I'm sorry. Nope. He did actually, I, as the fact checker, I can confirm. <laughs> Were you this there? Was, I was there. I was there with Catherine, and then we went to see uh, uh, those guys in that band with those things. Shortly afterwards, yeah, you guys are going to see a concert. We went to, yeah. uh, we had. Oh, that was that day. That was that day. <laughs> oh, that was a day. <laughs> was a day, <laughs> and a night. Birthday candle. Whoa, oh. not bad. That's all right. And have you taken a picture? Of what? Of the, of the incident. You don't need to share. You just was there a picture candle taken? insertion. No. No. So you don't have you don't have it for for home. No one needs evidence of that. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody needs, needs evidence of that. that. Um, yeah, birthday kind of seems like a reasonable thing. Yes. Yeah, Where did this question come from? Crotch what it. is your favorite way to dress a hot dog? That's Cross's question. There's two questions. Huh. Yeah. 
That's right. That's Cross's well, question. Say that one. No, because Amy's the next one. Remember, we said we're gonna have to combine French fries. The it's French fries. Your favorite way to dress French up. fries on the dog. French fries on the dog. Ooh. Sometimes poutine. My dad used to do that. Crazy. We put Probably chips on. Sometimes on chips. Yeah, that. I was like going in the chips, like chips with a little ketchup. Mm. Hot that sounds good. No mustard. Ever. I'm going to try that now. No mustard, not a mustard person. I can't stand mustard. It makes me want to throw up like in mustard. Lego boxes. I like mustard. Well, <laughs> is that what caused the throw up in the Lego <laughs> it box? It was mustard. She had one bite of mustard. One is bite that? of mustard. Isn't there some sort of a, like, something that is similar between Ipecac and mustard? Like, I think that there's actually, like, some sort of a chemical similarity between Ipecac and mustard. What is Ipecac? Ipecac is the thing that makes you The thing up. that you take and you instantaneously, like, you vomit. Oh. I mean, Hard. that would make sense. Like, I bought a smoked meat sandwich the other day at the main because they have gluten-free bread. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And then it came and it had mustard on it. And uh, I was disgusting. You just threw it at the wall. And then you were like, Stephen, clean this up. That's like I, did, I did clean <laughs> it up, though. <laughs> was it like, was fine. This, <laughs> I was like, this is very – this is not in my job description, Amy. <laughs> well, it is now. I write your job <laughs> description, Stephen. <laughs> I am the describer of jobs. It's by the hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, all right. All right. So, so after we've asked you all these horrible questions and gotten these terrible stories from you, turn the tables, and now you get to ask our future guest a question of the same caliber oh. as the questions we've asked you. What? Who's the future guest? We don't know. Good yes. question, Amy. Good Great question. question. Who's the future guest is her question. Probably John Bennett. <laughs> No, but John Bennett often ends up not doing – he's done the full episode with us once, but he often Why? does a little fringe mini show. He's oh. done the full thing, but he, we do like little mini fringe episodes. You guys do mini fringe episodes. Yeah. I need to listen to your podcast more. You really should. I'm Holy no. shit. No, I listen. I listen. We've recorded most of them at the main line. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's Cam true. helped us a ton. Cam is the best. <laughs> Amy's helped us Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> No, nothing. Okay, question. I'm just doing this to fill up time while you... <laughs> what is your... Hmm. I don't know. What is... The most disgusting, like, drink combination you've had to drink? Oh, I've had some shit. pretty bad ones. I've done some stuff. Have you ever <laughs> drunk... I drank from the the Vimy Cup at uh, the Blackwatch uh, the military base. The Vimy Cup. What's, What's the Vimy that? Cup? It's, it's a shell from Vimy Ridge. That's okay. like this big, so I don't know like what that is. Like a conch, like a conch. It's like that, and there's like three handles. Like it's a like seashell. A foot. No, no, like a like a military shell. It's like a, oh, like a, the, okay. The, the empty part of the the bullet sure, that a okay, big yeah. tank would shoot. Yeah, yeah. And so when an officer and gets promoted, what they do is they just fill it with a bunch of crap, like Tabasco, Blech. mustard, various liquors, booze, various liquors, salt, yeah. like you know, laundry detergent, the bar or, mat. I don't even know if this is like. Anyways, it's tr- it's a long tradition. I, I guess they still do it. Anyways, I got to drink from that. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. It's also kind of an honor, isn't it? Like it was. It was yeah. I mean, I wasn't supposed to be there. I was just kind of. I used to teach Highland dance at the base, and mm-hmm. there was like a celebration going on in the mess, and they're like, and "Why don't you come in?" And I was like, "Cool." And I was like, and "You go like you walked in, you're like Amy, Amy, Amy," and no one started chanting, and you're like, "I'll drink uh, this." Yeah, it's a great visual. I know that the grossest thing that I've ever drank that was actually intent. Okay, so do you know what a six forty nine is? Like the Lotto six forty nine. Well, yeah, but the drink the six forty nine, no. which is the sixth, the fourth, and the ninth bottle on the bar. <laughs> so that's y- awesome. Yeah, it's great. And you're I just guess. depends on the order. No, like, and your odds of it being good are the same as winning the six forty nine. Oh. Right, because there's a, not a lot of like if you 
If you're counting proper, like if you're counting on a bar, you're not gonna get anything. I can't remember the third ingredient in one that I had, but it was wild turkey and creme de menthe. Were yep. all right. That's good so far. Were, and then it was something else. And I remember we used to do on our birthdays. We used to do we called like salvos of five shots and be like bang, 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 and shoot five. And that was the last one. And it was like I would think that was salvo three. So these were my tenth <laughs> or eleventh to fifteenth shots. Mm-hmm. So my fifteenth shot was. Wild turkey, creme de menthe, and something else that I can't remember. And it was like, I was doing good, and like that hit my stomach, and all of the alcohol in my stomach was like, we're real drinks, you get the fuck out right now. And I just like vomited instantly. It was like, shot went down, oh. and the fact just that you remember that, instant. <sighs> probably because I vomited instantly, so I probably cleared out a lot of the alcohol by throwing the fuck up. But it was like, I've never, Projectile. Thr- I've never thrown up so fast. Like, it was just like, splash, and just like, mm. fucked. I also had uh, really, really Tabasco-heavy prairie fires are way up there, too, which is like the Tabasco and tequila. Right. Tabasco's Those good, are though. Those are a.k.a. snake bites. No, snake bite is whiskey and lemon. Tabasco's good. No, no, no. Snake bites or tequila. Yeah. I don't know what a snake bite is. Snake bite? Snake bite? Have you ever heard of a snake bite? I think I've. I think it's snake bite. Yeah, it's Tabasco and tequila. It was a prairie fire. Maybe Jack maybe, and maybe, maybe Jack. No, it's not. Fire should be like a like Canadian fireball. club, maybe like maybe. Yeah. Canadian club. Maybe something like, like that. Either way, but it was just like, but like gross, like to, to the Ow, point that it was like twenty five percent Tabasco. It's supposed to be a drop, right? And it was like just so much Tabasco. Like you just saw like a giant mass of Tabasco instead of just like a little drop swirling around. It was like. Bleh. When we were in dance school, um, the trick to get through dance class when you had a really bad cold was you take a shot of Tabasco before you go into class. Mm. Well, I didn't think thing you were going to say cold. What did you think I was going to say? Walter, what's the worst thing you ever drank? Um, I thought you were going to say you were on your periods. <laughs> I really thought that's where that story was going. Like, I'm like, Most I disgusting the, thing you ever uh, drank, <laughs> I lived in Denmark for a semester. I may have mentioned that really? before. I did, yeah. Strangely. And Aquavit? What's that? I said Aquavit? No, well, yeah, they had Aquavit's schnapps gross. and Aquavit, but they're like Danish schnapps, like... There's like there's the brand that doesn't actually like you think schnapps you're like oh peach schnapps but their yeah. schnapps are just like it's just like a clear grain alcohol that tastes like awfulness and I like think they make it more like Empire and it's not really a drink per se but uh, they had they would have these Christmas parties and you'd eat like twelve courses and in between every meal you'd have to put down like a shot of Aquavit and one of the courses was these things called sun eggs. And it was these, like, hard-boiled eggs that had been steeped in, like, vinegar and other stuff for, like, months. So they were, like, pickled but, like, also awful. And so you'd, like, eat, like, a, like a half of a sun egg that was, like, steeped in vinegar and then uh, uh, put it back with a shot of Aquavit. That night I uh, blew um, fireballs with, uh, <laughs> with uh, kerosene from, that like, gone with, like with barbecue lighter fluid. And I also uh, broke a $400 Ikea chair. Ooh. Why was something from Ikea so expensive? Uh, probably wasn't Ikea, but I threw it over a balcony twice. Mm. <laughs> and you brought it back up. And Steven, gross thing you ever drank? Uh, very on in my early drinking career. Was it in Detroit? It was not in Detroit. Okay. Damn it. Uh, sadly, no. I, it was not in Motown. Um, not yet, anyways. Uh, no, this this was, uh, I think, maybe when I was about maybe 15, 16, and I had discovered that my parents kept their liquor cabinet just behind the cereal. Um <laughs> Which you is know, weird. where most parents do. That's you know. Anyway, so that was just just back there, and I was like, "Oh, there's booze back here." I uh, mixed a couple things together. I think it was like Disarono, uh, Grand Marnier, like 
just it was so just far, like it's all right. Yeah, Disrono and Grand Marnier, it's okay. Disrono Grand Marnier, gin. Uh, then there was some some kind of like cherry gin liqueur. Doesn't mix well with other alcohol. Cherry liqueur. I love gin. I put all these together in a glass, and then I was like. I, I took a, like a very little kind of like swig of it, and I was just like, "No, this is too, uh, it's, it's too crazy on its own." I will mix Kool Aid in with this, yeah, all right. to Art. make it palatable. Art. And I finished it, and I puked, oh. and blamed exactly. that yeah, on yeah. the dog. And I think they went to the vet as a result of. The <laughs> you threw up on the dog? No, I threw up in the house somewhere, and then the I was oh, just okay. like, oh, I think that was the dog, and then the, one of the dogs had to go to the vet. <laughs> Something because of me. <laughs> Something that I remember doing that wasn't nearly as gross as I thought it was going to be is we, yeah. we, we wanted to pull an all-nighter, so I came up with the amazing idea of running, uh, shaking up Dr. Pepper to try to get as much of the fizz out as possible, right. and then running the Dr. Pepper through the coffee machine, which... Yeah. Didn't what? taste gross, but Wait, apparently fucked up that? to caffeinate the Dr. Pepper even more. I don't understand. I don't you put coffee in the Dr. Pepper? Yeah, you uh. ran like where you put the water. Oh, God. The Dr. Pepper. Did uh. it explode from all no, the but I bet the But that's what I'm saying. We shook it up to make uh. it as flat as possible. There's a lot like of shaking acidity it. in sodas, dude. Saking it. Saking it. Okay. It ran okay, but apparently it kind of fucked up the machine after. A lot of acidity. So you ruined a coffee machine, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, exactly. But no, but I thought of what you had thought of. Right. Which was, hence the, like, because I was like, no, carbonated in the heat, it's going to get all fucked up. I kind of want to have that now. Yeah, exactly. No, man, it wasn't that gross. We were all like, this is fucking drinkable, you guys. <laughs> we're like, it's pretty fucking nasty, but, like. And you put some bourbon in there? No, but it was like, because, like, the sugar kind of cut into the weird-ass flavor that it had developed, but it was also. Let's bring this home. Got you wired. Fringe Festival, 100th Annual, Queen of the Fringe, Amy, Amy Blackmore. Blackmore. Here. The uh, fringe is running six weeks from today until sometime in August, which is also like twelve ridiculous. weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how you do it. No to how did you make time for this? This is ridiculous. I mean, guys, I always we're, have real, time real for quick, you. What's I your, do love you. What's your short list of things to do at the fringe? Because um, I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about the fringe on this podcast a ton. Yeah, I mean, it, it it is hard to sort of like even know what's coming up at the festival. It doesn't even need to be shows. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that the best thing to do is to just like grab a program, go to the beer tent, sit down, mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. See what right. happens. Um, walk into a random venue and see a show that you don't know anybody who's in. Mm-hmm. You know, just go in, take a risk. The thing about Fringe is that tickets are like 10 bucks or less. It's super cheap. It's super easy because it's like 45-minute, hour-long shows. So I think the way to do it is just to take a risk. Can I say something that you'll be probably a big endorser of yeah. that I did last year for the first time? What was that? Which was... I was like, I'm going to go to some dance shows. Yes. Because I was literally like, I was like, small, like you kind of, after, like, I guess, tangentially, I've been going to the Fringe for probably 15 years. Yeah. 75, like, years. Yeah. 75 of the 80 years that it's been running. Yep. Uh, and I've been going to the Fringe probably like for 15 years or whatever. And I never really gone to the dance things. And I was like, you know what? I really should. And I was blown away by some of the dance shows that that's I saw. That's awesome. So that's yeah. like a cool, and on top of that too, you don't really need to know that much. Well, that's because the thing, you're like, right? it's fucking dancing. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you know what you're getting. Like, it's yeah. going to be da- a dance show. It, it will be dance. Yeah, exactly. It's almost, it's almost less of a gamble than like a stage piece. You're making me think of one of my favorite all-time fringe shows ever. It was a show. It was 15 minutes long called "There Will Be Lasers." Okay. And you knew what you were walking into. You walk yes. into La Chapelle. It was like it's a smoke-filled venue. It was 15 minutes long. There were lasers. Awesome. And nice. a girl in a weird costume saying uh, haiku for 
those that's 15 minutes. Really it was brilliant. Nice. The lasers were yes. awesome. Crazy. But, uh, no, I mean, you're right. That's the thing to do is you come to the fringe and you take a risk, see something new. Yep. Yeah. Highly recommend. We have an app that's going to be available on June 1st. Is this new? Is this new? Because oh. I've always been like, why isn't there an app? Because we have no budget. Even <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apps are getting cheaper and cheaper. <laughs> like, I feel that they're easier and easier. It's but, like, a little closer now. No, the app will be available on June 1st, and you can build your schedule on it and, and that kind of thing. I just poked you, Walter. I'm it's sorry. Fine. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Dick's Wal- on sale. Walter? What are the actual dates? The actual dates. Because there's... It's like for, it's the whole month, but then there's that period where most of the shows happen. Right? I mean, it's June first to twenty first. Uh, the first is the Fringe for All at Cafe Campus. That's where you go to sort of get a little like taste test of like all the Walter different throws shows. waffles at you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then shows. We have shows opening as soon as June second this year. It's kind of crazy with the off programming. We let them start super early. Cool. And it goes to the twenty first. Crazy. Nice. Stephen, Walter. do you have anything to plug? Uh, I do, actually. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a show with uh, Leland Beckman, The Dirty Show. It's in the Wiggle Room, uh, May 28th, cool. 8 p.m. I think that's Thursday. We're not going to cut that okay. out. Cut my plug out? No, and, I, and I assume Walter's going to be talking about this John Bennett show that he's on the other side of? <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> John Bennett's got a show. It's at the same venue that we have a show at, and our show's going to be better. Walter, I, I am oh. really pumped for your show. I'll be honest. Can I, can I, I tell you, I really I tell you about a phone call real quick? Can, and we'll, you, could, you could fade out on this. Pitchy um, Campus is one of the venues where it's super easy to get beer. Yeah. I got a phone call from Amy Blackmore about a couple weeks ago. Okay. And it was, uh, and I answered the phone. I'm like, and I said, I'm like, ooh, Amy's calling me. Uh, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Amy? And she's like, what is your show? <laughs> like, what are you doing? What's going on? It's a. Yeah. I'm like, Talk well, you know, it's the thing insanity. that it's the thing that we we've done plus more stuff, and then and then uh, sketches, fringe, and then Amy hung up. You should have called it fringe fight. And now this fight. is the first time we've spoken since. I think I was curious to know about what your show is about. Was <laughs> but did you were you calling as Amy Blackmore or were you calling as Amy Blackmore, Queen of the Fringe? Amy Blackmore. Queen of the Fringe. Yeah. Okay. I, I she was like, I you're calling her official capacity. She's like, listen, Walter, it's a lottery, so theoretically I can't stop this from happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, but boy, <laughs> if I could. <laughs> but if you can't answer this question like y- you know what you're talking about, maybe I could say that's not a show. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a guy read a phone book on stage for 45 minutes once. 45 so. minutes, eh? Yeah. You paid fringe mm-hmm. Montreal phone book? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Huh. That's great. Special. So take a risk at the fringe. You'll uh, you'll be rewarded probably by no phone books forty-five probably. minutes of phone books. Probably something awesome. No, it'll be so. There'll be something fun. What are you going to come see shows this year? Absolutely, awesome. I will great. see shows this year. Actually, yeah, this is. I'm missing a bunch of the other festivals because I'm going to be in Taiwan for the summer. So but by happening in June, yes. this is my my only festival that I'm going to be able to like do hardcore. Nice. I'll buy you a beer at the beer time. Yeah. Uh, Thanks so much for coming out, Amy. I swear to you, we talked about Fringe a lot. So much. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. 
Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?